0: Welcome to Bra Meets World.
1: Bra Meets World.
0: Your boy Meets World found Goss. I am Siege. And I am Tony Curtis. What's going on, yo? What it do, what it do, we're back at it with another
1: episode. Dude, I'm so excited to talk to you about this episode. This was an episode that, like, the entire time I was having conversations with the screen. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. oh, for
0: real, Corey? Absolutely. Like, there was a lot of that going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. <laughs> I literally, like, there were two times where I spoke back to the screen today. Um, and one of them, like, I literally was caught by surprise. I think you know the point where I was literally, I think I literally was like, God damn, like, like I can't remember what I said. I was like, like I literally reacted. And then uh, there was another time, I, I, I'm I, forgetting what the second time was, but there was a second time where I spoke back to the television. Oh, I remember, I remember where it is now. So yeah, this episode is an exciting episode.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, how you been bro? How's your week been? We're doing how's well. How was your Halloween weekend?
0: Halloween was really good, Uh, you know, did uh, a little bit of a festival, then it was uh, my boyfriend's birthday, so we did the birthday brunch, Um, all in all, really, really great, I saw your, I loved your costume, I thought it was really well.
1: Well, yeah, uh, now I've married into a bunch of nieces and nephews, so I have a bunch of kids to actually hang out with for Halloween, so I don't have to feel like that 30-year-old who's still trying to keep the dream alive, (laughs) which is what I've been (laughs) feeling like for years.
0: Absolutely. Um, I actually have a reason to participate now. (laughs) Welcome, everyone who's joining our live right now. We were getting a lot of people uh, joining us. We are recording Season 5, Episode 16 Uh, i guess we did the what up bros um this is episode 105 and um this week as i said season 5 episode 16 this is the what would we call it like the follow-up lauren episode yeah, like, I mean, like I this? kind of feel like low key this is
1: kind of a more important episode than the ski trip episode. Uh, I mean, yeah, the ski lodge is where everything went down, but this is kind of where that bomb finally explodes, and so that's why I really uh, this is a really I have a lot one. to say about this episode. So, to, should we just get into the tell <laughs> me about it? Yeah, yeah, let's, okay, let's just jump right in. I'm excited. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> us about it oh lauren's back again Corey dates and puts his face in her
0: tits and topanga decides that she's over his shit i like it i I like a nice smoother read a nice yeah yeah. i appreciate the second take you know sometimes you know sometimes you need a second take um a take two Torn between two lovers, as some people. Oh, (laughs) I see that there. (laughs) Okay, this is season five, episode sixteen. Torn between two lovers, feeling like a fool. Corey is torn between making up with Topanga or allowing himself to see how it would be to go out with Lauren. After he goes on a date with Lauren, he decides that he can't live without Topanga but she decides she can't see him anymore. Meanwhile, yep. Mr. Feeney entrusts Eric to be a substitute teacher for his citizenship class. I am going to skip over that part. Like, <laughs> like that That part makes no sense to me and we will get to it later because we have to acknowledge this, this part of the episode, but yeah. It
1: almost felt like they were like, hey, like this Lauren thing is taking the show on a really dark path. Can you lighten it up somehow? Can we get some Eric in this episode just as comic relief? Because that wow, talk about two storylines that just don't have jack shit to do with each other.
0: Absolutely. And we we understand like studio notes. We are all familiar with that. But this was one of those things where it's like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> like this doesn't and happen. Also, we just some good- like. To play with the
1: citizenships of immigrants and, like, this, like, oh, but they're learning about the culture of America, but that shit's not on the test, so how does that help them? It just furthers confuses these people who don't understand the language to begin with, some of them, and probably waited years to take this test, some of them. So it's just a thing that I'm just
0: very curious about. I agree. Like, I want to get back into that later, because I do feel like it almost, it does trivialize the uh citizenship process. Um, but I feel like we have so much more meat on the A storyline. So that's where I want to focus. Of course. Okay. So Corey and Topanga. I have to admit there are a few things going on and um I'm just gonna give my download of the episode and then I would love to hear your response. Okay. Sure. sure, I think right off the bat, we come in with Corey being like, I did nothing wrong. I'm like you did nothing wrong.
1: He said, I didn't do anything. I just talked to a girl. Like, completely uh, omitting the all, kiss.
0: Rewriting history. Very, very white boy logic. Just like, she kissed I, me. I I told you he was going to do that. I, I saw it ahead. I was like, he's going to be like, she kissed me. I didn't do anything. Poor me. I was just sitting here being my innocent self. And here comes Lauren with her temptation. And I, I'm the innocent bystander. So that was... I, I thought that was
1: very interesting as well. Like, as soon as he was like, I didn't do anything. I don't understand why she's so upset to begin with. I was like, really,
0: Corey? You don't understand? Come on, bro. Of course he doesn't um, understand because I thought in that- his mind, he didn't do anything wrong. In his mind... This is again, it's just a small infraction. She's going to forgive me. Yes, I've cheated a few times, but who hasn't? Like, I think that, like, that's kind of like where Corey's coming from. But everyone else can kind of see the right. Yes. And so much so that I
1: kind of wanted to point out the anxiety that Sean's starting to feel about their relationship, because that actually plays a pretty big part in his arc this season is how invested he's gotten into their relationship. Like it almost feels like a second divorce for him that he's going through by seeing them together. He's like, um, you know, Sean thinks it's raining because God is crying because he designed Corey and Topanga to be the perfect couple. And if how, you know, I, Want what you have, and how can I want it if you don't have it? Like all these things he's saying—that's projecting Corey, like saying you're supposed to be the template, and you fucked it up. So what do I do now? It's, Absolutely, it's a lot of divorce kid stuff going
0: on. So what was funny about that is you have this line that Sean says where it's like you are supposed to be the guideline for everyone else to understand that, like if you Topanga can't make it then what else is anyone else doing like it's like you guys are the example for us to follow and it's funny because like they kind of become the example like we've talked about this like the toxic history that Corey and zapanga have on the show and how that bled over into real life and so many people who were looking for their courier, looking for their Topanga, without us realizing that that was not a relationship that should be mimicked at all. First it's of all, they're all. children, and so they're going to make mistakes. But also, there's a lot of toxicity in Corey's character, and there's a lot of flattening of Topanga's character, and maybe this is not something that we should hold up, um, even though it did, it did give us... Uh, aspirations
1: as children. Oh, of course. Uh, And I mean, it inspired Sean so much that he plays an integral part on trying to bring these two together, which we're going to see in next week's episode, which I can't wait to talk about. Um, (laughs) But he's like, arranges them. He's like, you know what? You can't do any better than Topanga. And probably for Corey, maybe that's true. He (laughs) says to to Topanga, you can't do any better than Corey. Ah! Pretty certain that's not true, but he kind of arranges for them to have like this meeting place. And so he's like, All right, both of y'all meet up at Chubby's. Siege, I'm assuming this is the moment where you said, God damn. (laughs) was when they're waiting for Topanga to
0: arrive and who walks down the steps
1: but cute ski girl Lauren making her second appearance.
0: Absolutely. So here's the thing. I was not expecting, like you guys know I go into this very blind. I was not expecting to pay, uh, sorry, Lauren to show up. So like when Corey turns around waiting for Topanga to come and it's Lauren, I was like, what the, like this is, get gone to the left like like it was like (laughs) leave like i could i could not get over it um yeah and it it was really really funny to me because i like i think that sean's behavior in that moment is what Corey's behavior should have been should have for it shows why this was already a problem
1: because he was like hey Lauren, you got to get out of here because I'm trying not to fuck up this thing with Topanga, but the way he went about it was the way he would go about it if he was also trying not to fuck up this thing with Lauren at the same time. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't rude to her the way Sean was. and and maybe, like you said, Corey needed to be a little bit more rude because it just damn like the fucking the 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 path he goes down in this episode is just like every
0: turn he makes, you're just like. <sighs> Uh, yeah so no grungy. like see, again and here's like i don't think i don't think that it's like it's not a problem that um cory i think like i think like it's a really healthy thing that we do get to see Corey going on a date with someone else and he does have like this you know like all of this is really good i think there's a whoa, part whoa, whoa, later on you're going on. too fast Bro, because you're skipping over the- No, no, no I haven't the gone there yet. Says. I haven't gone there yet. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I'm still with the Lauren surprise. To be okay, 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 okay. I'm just saying that it's very reflective that everyone else knew how to behave in that moment, Lauren knew how to behave in that moment. She was like, look, I'm here to talk. I know you weren't here, but like we should have this conversation. Sean was like, get out, (laughs) leave, (laughs) door to the left. And then Topanga even stumbles upon it. And she's like, it seems like she wants to have a conversation with you. If you want to have that conversation, have that conversation. But the only person who did not know how to behave is the same person who doesn't seem to get the weight of this moment no and And, and as don't think i forgot the fact that very he very much did say you need to go before topanga comes i want to yes i want you to leave before topanga sees you not lauren i don't know why you came here like you misunderstood our connect none of that just go before topanga catches you and topanga's already there buddy
1: yeah. Okay. So the, I guess the thing that I kind of want to break down is Topanga saying to Corey, like, hey, she came all this way to see you. And if you feel you need to see her, then do it. Um Let's talk about it. Is it a trap? Is it just her just seeing, like, hey, I need to see which way he's gonna go? Is he gonna does he need to verify his feelings for me?
0: Does he need to spend time with this other girl? How, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? I feel like saying it's a trap is it's dismissive of Topeka's position. It's very like female anti-feminist energy, in my opinion. It's just like, oh, women always be set in traps. No. Tawingham was like, you do what you feel like you want to do. However, your actions will tell me everything that I need to know. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I, that's how I saw it. And it, he should have been like, I don't need to talk to her. I don't know why she's here. I just, like, I came to make up with you. Please, like, that's how his mindset should have been. But instead, Corey was like, I mean, if you want me to see her, I'll see her. It's like yeah. it's like that guy who, you know, like there's that old joke about like the threesome and it's like, oh, if you want me to sleep with her, I'll do it, but I'm doing this for you to make <laughs> us stronger. And it's like, dude, who you lying to? Cause it's not me. Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess you're right that like Corey really had the opportunity in that moment while uh, Lauren was there, while Tepang was there, while the whole misunderstanding was there to be like, hey, everybody listen. She came here to see me. She did not contact me. I didn't know she was going to be here. Lauren, I'm sorry you drove all the way out here, but you really need to go home because I realized I messed up with this girl. I love blah, blah, blah. Like, he should have had that moment, but he
0: decided ah, if Topanga says it's cool for me to go on a date, maybe I should go on this date. <laughs> and isn't that the moment where Sean's like, and it's over? Like, 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 yeah. like, isn't that the moment where Sean's just like, and, and, and like from here on out, it's done because Sean, Sean again, we, we know that Sean, ha- Sean doesn't really know what a healthy relationship looks like, but he knows what a distant relationship looks like. He knows what a relationship that's falling apart looks like. And Sean is like constantly being like, you are fucking up. You are fucking up a good thing, but also do what you need to do. Like maybe the good thing needs to be fucked up. I don't want it well- to be but maybe that's what you need.
1: Well, Sean does speak conversational womanese. So um, <laughs> as discussed in this episode. All right. So we move on to uh, the second act. If they're in the kitchen, they're having this conversation. And then Amy and Alan give Corey their advice. Um they're basically telling Corey, like, hey, you know, we love to Topanga, we support you guys, but, like, you're young, and, like, you should go on more dates with more people. Like, that's a healthy thing to do. Um, thoughts on their advice? What do you feel I, like?
0: So, I really liked it. and It's one that I'm going to come back to probably over and over again. Um, Amy says, look... You are getting older. There will always be temptation. There will always be options. This is a time for you to decide what you want to do and how you want to handle it. Like something along those, like that's kind of like what Amy says. And I was like, yes, because one of the things that people don't like to admit is that when you get in a relationship, all of those, they don't just disappear. The offers don't disappear. The desires don't disappear. It's like you absolutely, actively being like, I want to be in this, I am dedicated to this, um, like, no matter what your other offers are, that's great, it's nice to be wanted, but I have someone at home, like, that's, that's how you should be approaching it, and it's just clear that Corey isn't, and I think that everyone, again, they're just kind of like, you seem to be interested in this, so instead of, like, using Topanga as a shield and being like, oh, I can't because of Topanga, why don't you do what you want to do? And then live life with those consequences?
1: Yeah, and I think consequences is for like your decisions is kind of the big thing here, because and not to fast forward, because I kind of want to say where we are in the kitchen. But even as Corey is on the date, like you're, you're kind of like, oh, this isn't bad. Like, this is cute. Like, I like you vibing with another girl. I'm not against this part of it. But there are consequences to your actions and for you to think that it's cool while your relationship is on the rocks with your girlfriend to go out with another girl maybe it's not as cool as you think I I don't know I just thought that was just a really like the whole thing with that Amy said life will present you with opportunities and temptations it's up to you how you handle them just kind of perfectly summed up uh that that whole episode I think
0: Yeah, so like also, but we also get Alan. So here's the thing, I will say that this was like a little funny thing with me where Alan was like, Yo, your mom let me date this Teresa girl before we settle down. And Amy was like, I didn't do that. And (laughs) I thought it was really funny for two reasons. One, I don't know. I do feel like this is it's one of those. We were on a break situations where Alan yeah, yeah. was like, Well, fine, I'm gonna go out with Lauren. And she was like, Do you? And then he just never told her that he actually went on that date because he was smart enough not to say that until 20 years of marriage. But that's my opinion. No, I think it's so funny because if you look
1: at Amy's reaction to Alan saying, like, oh, your mom let me test our relationship with another girl and go on a date, and we're we're fine. Amy's like, I didn't do that shit. In fact, we would not be together if we did that shit. Kind of like foreshadowing what Topanga's reaction will eventually be. This whole like, we don't need to be together if you're even considering doing that. Like Corey didn't pick up on that that one takeaway that Amy said, which I felt like would have been important for him to listen to. Um, because he wanted
0: to, he wanted to go on the date, and I think that that's something that's really important. Like I feel like everyone else really questioned. Like, took a moment to question. Sean is really, like... Sean. I don't really, you know, like, Sean is invested. He's very much like, I don't know what we're doing. But Lauren is... She's shown to be respectful. She's mm-hmm. shown to be kind. She doesn't assume anything. You know? Like, she's very much like, I'm willing to take this journey with you because I want to see where it goes. And also, Lauren
1: of- and Corey's chemistry is really off the charts, too. Like, it's kind of hard to deny that they have, like, some kind of electricity on screen.
0: And that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say talking about their date, I understand why so many people shout out Lauren or like they remember Lauren. It's because they really want to they really want to um address that chemistry. They really yeah. they feel they feel it just like we all feel it. They are like you can see it on screen and I honestly would have loved to see that story arc. I would have loved to see it be like Lauren, like how, how do you deal when your old ex-boyfriend has a new girlfriend and she's around all the time. Like how does Topanga deal? How does Sean deal with the fact that Corey has a girlfriend that's not Topanga? Like that's something that I think I would have liked to see. And I think we all would have liked to see. And we feel a little shortchanged by like witnessing this chemistry, but not really getting to see it play all the way through. I'm assuming. I also, again, I I
1: also wonder if the audience's relationship with Lauren has to do with the fact that she's kind of like the first side girl that they didn't write to be just like a bitch or just someone flat like they kind of like put more meat on her bones than they do with their typical girl of the week and they made her far more likable even like our, Corey's parents and sean are like yeah we we like her like it's undeniable that we like this girl we're just like heartbroken over what it means for us and Corey to feel this way about another girl um which i just thought was super interesting
0: they absolutely fleshed out lauren a little bit they they gave her um i i <laughs> I was going to say, like, we're on a date right now, right? Like, we're talking about them on the date. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the date. The, on the reason date.
0: why I'm bringing this up is once it starts to rain, and she's like, I love the rain, and it, it becomes Manit Pixie Dream Girl really quickly. It becomes this quirky girl who doesn't, like, I don't know. It's like, uh, what was I getting? I'm getting Garden State vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like- yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like... um like
1: this girl that they were trying to make so likable for cory um but yeah i mean if she doesn't i guess i'm trying struggling to find out what she likes about cory like i i don't i don't think that's ever been clear it's just like oh well Corey's a great guy everyone knows what she sees in cory like it's like does she like i Absolutely. i don't know i don't know if Corey gives me that first impression or not um but i want to talk about the thing that I picked up from on the date, which is the contrast they were trying to make between Lauren and Topanga right off the bat, Lauren's like, Yeah, I want a little cottage in the woods. I don't need anything fancy. I just need my husband and maybe some kids. And Corey's like, Oh, you don't want a, a, a big apartment with a skylight and the fancy this? And, you know, talking not about Topanga, but directly about how materialistic maybe Topanga is, which That's not even Topanga. Topanga Lawrence? Materialistic? (laughs) What happened to her? But whatever. But Trying to show this this contrast. Um, And I just thought that that was just really interesting how the show was like trying to make Topanga into this person who we just don't know her to be. Um, This whole season, she's kind of been like that.
0: Well, yeah. So it's funny to me because when you were talking about the contrast, I think that they do try to be like, oh, Topanga's like has this big city aspirations and lauren just wants to like have a little cottage in the hill and maybe a few kids and it's just like a that's probably not far from what it is but also it's like that's not Corey. like when have we ever known Corey to be i just want to go to the woods and chop some wood type of an individual so it's it's interesting that they try to like pit lauren as like an easier simpler life I was going to say that. Topanga and Topanga as like this um, city girl who like wants to achieve big things. But it's like, Corey's is not exactly, like he's middle America, but she didn't say she wants to just have a house in the suburb. She said country. She said log cabin. She is, uh, you met her at a ski lodge. Like there are some interests that are not quite overlapping there. I
1: think what they're trying to play on is this whole idea that like, hey, um, this temptation that's coming up in your life is like not only is she pretty and not only is she super into you, bro. She's way easier to please than that chick you were with. That chick who made you drive to Vermont for syrup. This girl would never, she wouldn't even give a shit about the syrup, bro. Like, way your pros. And they're like trying to make her into like the cool girl. And like that. yeah, whole, that's what like, I said.
0: That's your manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. You know, like the like she's so easygoing and she's and I just she's down to do what you want to do, and she she uh what was I gonna say um she lets you look inside her jacket like like that, we'll, we'll that, get to that, that in a second was a moment where i was like okay what are we doing? we'll get to that um but i guess the only
1: thing i was trying to like point out with this uh this kind of comparison that they're doing is that oftentimes uh to to make women seem more attractive to men, they make them easier to please. And I just think that was just a really funny thing that I took out of that whole thing. It's just that if this is the commentary that the woman who's easier to please, that you don't have to work as hard to, you you don't have to overcome your own bullshit, you don't have to achieve as much to make her happy. If that's the ideal woman, what does that say about the man that's doesn't need to work. He's like, Oh no, this other girl's great. I just don't want to work as hard for it. Like,
0: I don't know. I don't, there's something there that's this is such socially a, this is interesting, such a, like a tangent, but I think you are dead on. I think that uh, a lot of media and a lot of stories will say that like, in order to entice a man away from his relationship. It's like, oh, the easygoing, fun loving girl. Um, and she's just cool. It's like hanging out with one of the guys. And it's just like, but almost always you're talking about a lazy dude, a dude who's already putting yeah. in the bare amount of effort. And that's why in those narratives, like usually the girl who he's leaving, is just like, you go do you. Because she likes you, for the effort that i'm putting in in the moment both of you have to apply effort it no longer is the easy going thing that it once was like this yeah. is a storyline that they did in um scandal uh spoiler for scandal if you if you haven't watched uh all the way through but like this is a, a storyline they do in scandal where it's like um the main antagonist is like always been having this affair and at one point in his, in his time you know he leaves his wife for her, and they actually go off and they're having a relationship. But guess what? He's whiny and he's needy and he's upset and he's starting to cheat again. And it's just like, oh yeah, and it's and the wife and the uh, mistress have a conversation. She's like, "You always got the easy part of him. I handled." I was there when he was crying. I was there when he needed guidance. I was there when he wouldn't do the dishes. You know, it's like, that was all I got to do. And you got to have the vacation, the easygoing version. And that's what I think that a lot of guys don't understand is that yeah you like her because she's not making you do the work that your your terrible girlfriend is making you do but your terrible girlfriend actually has your best interest at heart and she's she wants you to be the best version of you I don't know and yeah and, and into, no but
1: and to that point um, uh, Chris Rock has a really famous saying where he's like the first time you meet someone you're not meeting them you're meeting their representative like I love you, it. that first interaction that first before you kind of cut deep and kind of go through shit with another other partner, your relationship is so surface level that it's so easy to remain joyful and kind of uh, lustful and just this kind of like electricity, the butterflies, all of that kind of surface level shit is so easy to maintain when you don't have those trials and tribulations that you were talking about um, in your scandal example. So I just thought all of this was so fascinating. And I'm just glad we can, we can kind of talk about this now. Yes. Let's, Talk about the jacket because this was something that I was talking about in the previous episode. Was that Topanga is not trying to put Corey in her jacket like that. Yet Corey now has a girl who is willing on the first date to put his face in her tits. So, yeah,
0: don't 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 make it. Sorry, don't um, think that I didn't notice later on when we're doing this compare and contrast they with that it's like Topanga's the one who like oh, yeah, I I w- I would I would but Lauren is telling me I can not so yeah. ugh, kind of balanced and has like- <laughs> got this but Lauren's
1: letting me touch this like Exactly exactly whew. uh I, and it again- also just kind of feels like that thing and forgive me uh but like you ever know like I don't know Shitty people, like when they're in relationships and they're cheating on their partners, like that whole thing of just like, um, once they got that thing, like their box was checked, they're like, Oh, nothing happened, and I can move on, and I kind of filled that that fantasy and I'm done with it. Like, he got to be like on a date with a girl who was super into him and was shoving his face in their bro- boobs, and he got to have that. And then he was like, Oh, you know what?
0: I think I'm gonna go back to Topanga now. Like, it is like mad shitty. It's Absolutely. so shitty. Like, we're kind of walking through the episode like this. But again, I, I think it's because there's a lot to say about Corey Topinga and Lauren uh, in this episode. Like, again, after the date, he goes, I went on another date. He's, I went on a date with another woman. I had fun. And again, I think he feels guilty about having fun. And it's like, you don't have to feel guilty. No one wants you to feel guilty about having fun. What you should feel guilty about is how much you did behind Topanga's back when you could have just been like, hey, I want to see where this goes. I want to, you know, like, it's going to be really hard. I don't think you did anything wrong, but I'm going to have to let this go in order to see where this can go. And that's the part that you should feel guilty about, not having, not connecting with someone else. Not at all. Um, But again, this, I don't know which episode came first, but Sean and the jelly beans and like the whole (laughs) idea of like-
1: I was going to say, we got to back up and talk about the jelly bean comparison because um, so- after the date, Corey goes straight to see Sean, and Sean's like, "All right, let's talk about it. He pulls out jelly beans on the scale, and he's like, "All right, who makes you laugh? Who can you have deep conversations with? Hold on,
0: really quick. This reminded me of... um, The Friends
1: episode, right? The Friends
0: episode, yes! Yes! The list! The The list
1: list comparing Julie and Rachel. I wrote the exact same note down. Oh my god. That was like years before this, too. Was it years
0: before this? Oh yeah, that was was, like, that
1: was such a season two of Friends or something like that, like so early on.
0: Wow! Oh, and um, then oh, yeah. okay. So like the the chat is going us They're like the iconic jelly beans, and they yeah. say Girl beats World recreates the jelly bean scene. Uh, thank you guys for shouting that out. That that's something that I definitely forgot about. But like again, again, I think you're right. This episode, the whole Lauren, um, I, what would you call it? Story arc is very iconic, and it's one that like will define. Yeah. Uh, the series and so much so that they go back to it time and time again and this idea of comparing and contrasting the new girl with the old girl to me it's it's always dismissive to like i don't know how to say this but it's like to to like compare two people in that way is does it feel right like it's just yeah. like oh instead of being like hey you know, honestly, there is a connection there and I do want to pursue it. Or you know what? Even if I had a great time, Topanga's always been the one for me. Like this idea of like kind of stacking them up and really breaking them down to breaking them down to okay, this one's willing to let me touch, but this one yeah. has something that I'd like to touch. And I I put in a lot of work into it. Uh this one I can tell, I could tell anything to, but this one, you know, it's like just kind of like doing that whole thing. While it may be a good exercise in theory, to me, it's also if you don't, if you aren't sure specifically with a relationship, if you aren't sure that you have to be upfront about that. Like you don't get to hold on to both. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: No, no, no. And you know, I'm so interested to hear what um, our listeners think about the jellybean comparison. Please comment and let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah, yeah. We have a few of Um, you. Let us know. uh,
0: I would love to know
1: if people think of it as a shallow exercise or as a fair exercise of two friends kind of talking about how one of them feels about the other, uh, about a woman. Um, Because in a lot of ways, you're right. It does feel extremely shallow that these two women are being reduced to, like, baseball card stats, which is what it feels like. Just really just reduced to that. Um, And not so much... Yeah, he's he's picking a fantasy team. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And the thing he says about Topanga is just, like... I even wrote it down because I was like... (laughs) This is, like, their first time really getting into it. Sean's like, who would you rather... You know. (laughs) And they have this little moment where they're too immature to say the word sex. And, um he's like, well, there's only one Topanga and she's got the ha-ha-ha huh, huh, with the rah-rah and the hockety-hockety. I have a question for you. What is the ha-ha-ha, huh, huh, what is the rah-rah, and what is
0: the hockety-hockety? Um, I, I, I'm i not about to sexualize a teenage Topanga. Like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> Topanga has been- I couldn't figure been- it out. A lot of people with crushes, but I, I'm going to assume it's all the things that you think are the things. Like that's what I will say. I'm not I'm not digging that great for myself.
1: <laughs> I guess if he listed two things, it would be something, but he said a third, and I'm very curious as to what the third is but all right whatever we'll move on um so eventually he just is like oh well i can live without lauren i can't live without topanga um it's no contest but that was the moment that i really clicked to me that friend scene because i think ross comes to that same conclusion where on when he goes to list julie's side he she's just writes, rachel. she's not rachel <laughs> which is the same thing oh man not rachel uh,
0: Rachel
1: (laughs) um so okay so we're at Chubby's, and really uh, quickly I I
0: I absolutely want to move forward the only thing I wanted to say is this idea of um I think that you put it perfectly I don't think there's anything wrong with like talking about how you feel about each individual I think it's wrong to compare like that's where it gets wrong to me it's like there's nothing wrong with being like I hey let's just talk about I really like Topanga I really think that um we have this whole thing but it's like when you're doing like a one for one and a pro like not even a pro and cons list but just like a okay mathematically speaking Topanga's like a seven and Lauren's like a six and a half so I'm gonna go with the seven just because you know like that's when I think it it becomes a little problematic but again I I feel free to tell me I'm wrong
1: yeah yeah I would love to get people's thoughts on that um
0: Someone said um, Corey doesn't even know Lauren well enough to have a fair comparison. So, and that's a very good point. It's like, how are you, like, I think that it's like the idea that you would even compare Lauren to Topanga is insulting to Topanga. Totally. Because like we talked about him and Lauren had what, two days
1: at most worth of conversations, like for him to really kind of, make topanga kind of go through this in like the worst way possible to figure out how he feels about a girl he had two conversations with kind of shows that both him and lauren are really projecting onto each other of these ideas that they
0: have such a good point and then someone else in the um, chat said i think that the jelly bean scene is something men do when they are torn and making a decision and i would argue because i kind of felt this way I would argue that it's something that men do when they've already made a decision, but they need to justify it. It's like I need yeah. to justify my decision, and as you said, it's like, well, I kind of already did it, and so to not make it seem like I did it for a frivolous reason, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that, like, no, actually, they're they're pretty close. It it was like it was only smart for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh,
1: I mean, it, it's. Ugh, I, please guys share your thoughts share your thoughts okay chubbies 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 yes okay so Corey is telling Tabang about his date um cory has this whole speech he gives where he's like hey i had to learn <laughs> that liking someone else doesn't take away from loving you and doesn't that just sound like uh hey just because i fucked her doesn't mean i made love to her
0: yeah, which yeah is like, <laughs> no, baby you don't understand i fucked her but I love but I, make you. I make love <laughs> to you. And if you're gonna throw away all love because of a fuck. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: Oh so you just gonna God. throw
0: away a whole relationship because I like and th- here's the thing. I think I think what's funny is that only goes to show that Koi doesn't get what all. the real infidelity was what the real problem is. It's not that you went on a date with Lauren. It's not that you were tempted by Lauren. It's not even that you kissed Lauren. As she said, what I can't do, what I won't do, is be here and be compared to some girl who literally just skied on in and made you feel good for an evening when I moved away from my parents. Oh, I
1: love, I love that. Yeah, we have to talk about that. Topanga was like, I can't see you anymore. Do you have any idea how many guys hit on me? One, let's circle back to that. Two, I moved away from my parents to be close to you, which is the thing I brought up last time. But I was like, please let them talk about that because that's such a big deal. And she was like, I would have given you everything. That virginal thing of just like, hey, you were the one I was going to give this thing that means everything to me too. I was going to give to you and you have ruined everything. Let's talk about it.
0: I First of all, Topanga coming in with the, like like for me, it, it was so impactful because Topanga was like, she listened. She listened to everything he had to say. And then she was like, I get hit on all the time. Yeah. You had some girl like get your, like I get dick offers on a daily. Every day. Two for one coupons. And I like, And I've never questioned it because I've always believed in us, but you have someone give you a little bit of attention and all of a sudden the time and effort that we've had together makes you like, it's compared to this like one night or whatever, so much so that you disregard my feelings, the history that we have, the effort that I've put in and then you have the audacity to come and be like, Hey, Being with her made me appreciate you. Not the other things that you've done. Mm -mm. Not the sacrifices that you've made. Not the dedication. Not even the forgiveness that you've shown me time and time again. Being with her made me realize how good I had it with you. And I am supposed to be grateful? Nah, keep it. (laughs) Yeah, because basically what Topanga is
1: kind of, she says but she doesn't say, is almost this thing like... it's not enough for me to be the best option of your options. Like I need to be your only option. And if you're gonna consider, even consider, you know, letting other girls become options when I don't let any of these guys who throw me dick on the regular distract me from you, then what's up? And I just love that she just perfectly called him out with that one sentence. Do you have any idea how many guys hit on me? the- wait, wait, wait. I, I just sh- want to get into the chat. Okay. Because the
0: chat is saying things which I absolutely love. Because, all right, so the second time where I spoke back to the TV is when Corey grabs Topanga and was like, you told me to go with her. And I was like, yo, watch yourself. Like, watch you, yourself. You got a little too high. Interviews you bring your voice down. <laughs> watch your hands. Like, I was yeah. immediately, like, ah! <laughs> get a little too feisty up in here. But then, when he was like, you told me to go see her. And they were like, when Topanga says, "And hey, you listened," that was mm. so impactful. And I was like, "That's another point." It's like I—I I told you, I essentially told you to do what you wanted to do, and you did it. And that was—that was the thing.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing that Corey still doesn't get is that like he did something he wanted to do, but it was because he chose to do it that she's truly upset.
0: It's they, I, they also said that like. Um, I'm just reading from the chat. It was like, this whole thing speaks to Corey's insecurities. He's crazy insecure, and the attention was intoxicating, whereas Topanga is secure as fuck. Yeah, that's
1: true. I mean, Corey's constantly been insecure since the series started. Every day he's trying to make himself cooler. he's trying to become more popular. he's trying to become more attractive. He's trying to you know hit these milestones and like every episode he's feeling like he's not enough to be that person. Um, so this girl coming in and being like, yo you're you're everything just as you are. I'm obsessed with you is feeding his ego to a point
0: where he just can't help himself. Absolutely. Um, like I, again, I personally, when I saw Topanga, like say that it's like you root for Topanga yeah. because she, she does deserve better. Like as much as we aren't really getting like the Topanga that we know and love, and we did like the chemistry, it's very clear, especially as an adult, it's very clear that Corey is in the wrong Corey didn't value had. Totally.
1: Oh, you know, it was something too that maybe right, I had to jot this down. Uh, this whole thing where like Corey apologizes and then he has, just assumes that Topanga's gonna be like, oh, it's all good. He comes and sits next to her and yeah. then he's like, can you put me in your jacket now? I kind of yeah. wanna be in your jacket. As which which you get, like, all right,
0: all right. So there, there was this thing and it's so funny. I, I'm referencing all this other stuff, but like in the show Cougar Town, uh, which you and I love. I can love There's an episode where the teenage son's col- girlfriend comes back from college, and she's like, "Oh, you should like nibble my ear." And he's like, "Yeah." She's like doing all these weird things she never did before, and uh, and all his friends are like, "Yo, dude, I'm telling you right now, if she's doing something that she's never done with you." before, that's because you did it with someone else. And yeah. I was like, the moment Cory was like, hey, can I be in your jacket? Because I like want to be in your, I was like, oh, you're telling her exactly what you did with Lauren. Like you were, you're like, hey, Lauren, let me get up in there. So like, I, I, I you're the only one who's up in there I want to be in, but that says that you were somewhere else
1: oh my god um i i just also want to say that i love that Corey ends up with an unhappy ending i love yeah. that sean's like oh everything's going to be okay and Corey finally for the first time is realizing like oh i could actually lose this relationship and he did oh i lost it
0: you lost yeah, it. he lost
1: it. Yeah. But he didn't, I don't think he believed that he could truly lose it until that moment. Like he believed that he could apologize his way back into it and everything would be okay. It would just be a uh, you know, an episode of the week. And he would just him <laughs> and Topanga had a fight and now they're back
0: together and everything's okay. But what's funny about that to me is I would again, I kind of wish that I kind of wish that we had Lauren longer and yeah. we got to see. Like, I'm glad that we had this breakup because we needed it. We needed to her to to stand up for herself. We needed men like Corey to understand that you don't just get to hop in and out and kind of, like, half-toe a relationship with either person. Like, that's needed, Uh, and that needs to be seen, especially at this age. But I do kind of wish that we had a longer story arc to deal with, hey – it, you don't get Topanga back immediately. This isn't like, yeah, it's like um, um, you're losing a relationship. But I think we also know, like, Corey and Topanga are getting back together, like by season's end. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I will have to say, like,
1: you're right. Like, I kind of wish this was a two part episode, but then I was like thinking about it, and I was like, this isn't like a one two parter There's like this whole season has like seven episodes that you have to watch in order. You have to watch, like, the it's not easily serialized of than it yeah. was this time. Totally. And for the first time, it's like, no, everything that happens in this episode directly affects the next episode and directly affects the next one and so on. And so they're just kind of moving into way more mature storytelling, Um, you know, not just in the subject matter, but even how they go about telling the subject, which is just really interesting, too.
0: I have a question for you because you know better than I. Is this the last time we see Lauren? You know what? I think it is, unfortunately.
1: Uh, oh, and the reason you know why what? I asked is because people in the chat
0: said that they wish that, like, the audience could get to know Lauren a little bit more. Um, she was hushed away quickly, and I think that ruined its effectiveness. And, uh, you know, like, just this idea of, like, someone else said, I didn't think that Lauren was Corey's forever, which I agree with, but I think yeah. that we need to see those relationships. The yeah, relationships a few episodes that no. you leave your forever for, um, and did like actually see where that goes and actually see that oh because how they've kind of set it up now is that cory chose topanga because he's always been with me and it's always been to me you know it's like that kind of yeah. thing but like actually showing that hey lauren and topanga, lauren and topanga shouldn't be compared in the actual real common thread is cory is also something that would have i would have liked to see that it's Corey yeah. who fucks it up it's it's not that topanga was sorry that lauren was something bright shiny and new it's the fact that sorry or it was the fact that topanga was something bright shiny and new not the, just the connection that she had with
1: um, yeah I, I i agree i wish we would have had more with lauren i do say i have to say she does pop up one time briefly in the future episode i don't know if you want me to spoil this but right before no, 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 I, I don't like i, I just okay. know she comes back. Right. i don't want anything else for don't like a brief <laughs> like smidge like snotty hardly a cameo more more of a dream sequence kind of thing so
0: okay okay well i i think that's really important. um that's pretty much this story. Do we want to talk, spend any, like, maybe five minutes talking about the B plot?
1: I kind of said everything I already need to say about um about that. The only thing that I, I kind of want to get to is that uh, on the Feeney and Eric storyline, you know, Feeney's pissed because Eric is teaching them about Ace Ventura and all these things that are not going to help these immigrants become citizens. Um and they're like, oh no, no, no! He told us about Martin Luther King. He told us about other stuff. And we're all, we're he. he they were like, Mr. Matthew told us that you know, Amer- like America's like a deck of cards, and some of us are sixes and eights, and some of us are kings and queens. But without one of them, you don't have America. But it's like, isn't that also capitalism? Like, without yeah. the people on the top and the people on the bottom, if you take away even one person, like part
0: of it, capitalism collapses. That but- I mean, I literally. The, the Eric and Feeney storyline, I literally rolled my eyes. Like, I was like, why are we doing this? It felt, first of all, it felt rehashed. I agree with Eric. I was like, oh, is Feeney trying to teach him a lesson? Is this something that Feeney wants to, like Eric to do? And, you know, Feeney being like, no. I was like, well, I'm sorry, you can't blame Eric because like, even I was like, all right, I think this is some kind of like lesson to be learned. But also the idea that we like, The very privileged, very white Eric can play with these people's, like, you know, like, the citizenship test and the path to citizenship is very complicated. And it's hard. And, like, I know a couple of uh, TikTokers who always talk about their – they always talk about their – efforts in trying to get citizenship and to make it play it off as a joke. It's like, Eric can just take this class and kind of fool with them. You know, like it's, it's very, it was
1: also weird because they like graduated with their citizenships
0: from John Adams high. Like what the hell is, I I don't know what the process is, (laughs) but it it felt very much um, like I there, there's this thing where it's like, we can't really appreciate being American until we bring in uh, immigrants, you know, and it's just like, oh, like, don't forget, it's a right to be, it's a privilege to be here. And it's like, I mean, no. it is, but also, I don't know if like, um, a privileged white dude who's just doing this for funds is really the way to do it. But I will especially say when is, there was
1: like that guy who was like, oh, I used to be an engineer, and Eric's like, yeah. well,
0: you gotta start over now. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, like, that's oh, what I'm saying. Jesus. <laughs> I will, I will say that it was funny to me. And it was um, kind of interesting that they did show that there are other ways of learning, you know, like Eric's kind of like uh, pop culture influenced approach did have an effect i do like that i do like the idea of like it doesn't always have to be books and tests um because a lot of people will say that they learned english from television so like yeah. there is something there but like the the moment she stood up and started to quote dr king i was like I'm i'm done I don't need this at all. (laughs) I also just felt like the Michael Jacobs moment at the end where
1: like uh, Eric's like, wow, it feels really good to like teach someone. Yeah, and Feeney's like, yeah, it does feel good. And he kind of smiles and looks on Eric as if he's so proud of him. I'm just like, this feels unearthed. This just feels like this. You know what this does? It's like at the beginning of the series, our season when they were like, all right, what ideas do we got for these characters? This was like sitting on like the side of the board and they were like, oh, we can shoehorn this into this episode. Like that's the thought that it feels like it they put
0: into this absolutely i completely agree okay um are we ready to wrap this up yeah yeah i'm done i'm i don't have anything else on this episode <laughs> do you have like a bruh moment or a top me?
1: yes okay so my um bruh moment surprisingly is um sean calling lauren yoko i just kind of feel like that there's like this connotation of just like oh a woman's gonna come in and break up a man's life and destroy it and i just really am not really for that kind of talk and language i just i don't know i'm sure there was other things i could have picked apart but that was just one of those things where i was just i feel like yoko ono always gets a bad name a bad rep and for her to just be used as a slur as, as just women who just cause chaos and destruction it just feels over the top
0: it's always the woman's fault the guy had yeah. no like he's just he's just a victim yeah no of agency yeah brand. yeah absolutely um there was something similar to that where like sean calls her something like chick or something like that <laughs> uh, and I was like, that's not right. But then also I would say my broad moment is, like I said, when Corey like got loud and like grabbed Topanga, I was like, yo, <laughs> there was a, l- a little too close. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little
1: too close. Shit okay. doesn't go down at Chubby's like that, all right? <laughs> also, that I was kind like, do they
0: just rent out Chubby's to have these guys? Like what? what is Chubby's business model? Like what time of day is it for Chubby's to be this empty? Um, I also, I like- Don't get me
1: wrong. Uh, They've been going to this restaurant since they were like eleven, right? Like this is like a kids' restaurant. Like I don't know, is this like Chuck E. Cheese? Is this like McDonald's? Like what's what is the equivalent of Chubby's? To me, it
0: was like a Diddy's. It's like like it's like a local rest. It's 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 the Peach Pit, you know. It's like a place. (laughs) Um, How about Peeny taught me.
1: Yeah, my feeny taught me is uh, s- s- life will present you with opportunities and temptations, and it's up to you on how you handle them. Said by the uh, very wise Amy Matthews.
0: Yep, I, like they don't give Amy a lot of screen time, but they be giving her the lines that like, she like, has gems. And that, and, like the moment I heard that, I was like, "That is my like. That's what this is really about. That's what this episode's about, in my opinion." Uh, great. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B plus um the b storyline is the only reason why it's getting a b because like i feel like they do a lot of really good with lauren and topanga and sean's reaction and like i think they do a lot of really good stuff i even kind of liked the amy and alan bit but the because of the eric episode our eric storyline it completely took away from me and i was like i gotta drop it a letter grade so yeah i'm gonna give it a b plus
1: I'm going to do A-, and basically for that same reason, um, Eric's whole storyline took it away from me, but geez to see lauren again like to just to have another episode with lauren elevates the episode um the the way the storytelling is progressing like i said with it being kind of like hey you have to watch every episode um i just think that there's a lot of great things happening in this part of the season and i just feel like we're riding a wave of just like really good content um and i'm just a big fan of it so a minus for me
0: it really did shock me. I said this yeah. before. I was I like, was we're everything television
1: <laughs> yeah, <not laughs> for Boy Meets it. World. I mean, we're not like dealing with witches anymore. Like we're not dealing with like low level shit. Like we're dealing with like the real meat and potatoes of who these characters are and their foundation. And what does that mean for their future? Like for it to be their senior year where no one knows what the future is going to be. And for Cory and Topanga to be breaking up now and Sean, not knowing what the future is going to be like, there's just a real like senior year, like, I don't know thing that's happening here that I'm really enjoying. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, homework,
0: what homework do you have?
1: Yeah. So my recommendation, I know it's mad late. I just finished watching squid games. If anyone hasn't watched it yet and (laughs) you're still on the fence, watch it. I know people have been watching it for like three months now. I'm late to this party, but damn, I watched the whole series in like two or three days. I, some of the best television i've ever seen in my life like from just a what was it 10 episodes nine episodes like some of the most like on the same level of the best of Sopranos, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, like whatever your show is that you think, oh, that's the best, the best of television. Like that's what Squid Games was. And um, geez, like I know I'm so late to this and everyone's already watched it, but I'm just still like shaking over the whole, over everything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a good show. And I think there's a reason why, uh, what's funny to me, and just again, like a little tangent, I think it's very interesting that, the rest of the world is dealing with kind of like the same late stage capitalism that we are. Their their stories are squid games and America is like, I don't want to really deal with that. How about Ted Lasso? Like I want to feel good. (laughs) And like, that's the problem now with America. It's like, we want to feel good. It's like, no, uh, Korea is being like, yo, there's some shit going on. <laughs> I you know what? I said the same hyper-aware.
1: thing when I was watching it was like, it's so interesting that the two pieces of content that made it from South Korea to America in a really big way are Squid Games and Parasite. And Parasite dealing with the same class issues, the same issues of late-stage capitalism, like you were talking about. Like for that to be the thing that not only makes it to America, but Squid Games is like number one in like 90 countries or something like that. Like yeah. this is a conversation that's happening worldwide wide and just the way that they talk about immigrants and the way we treat uh poor people the way we treat um people who just get out of prison like all these things that uh, that are melded into the episode just make it all just so it's i don't know how to i'm still coming off of it so i don't can't really articulate the way i'm feeling about it but it just feels like i had like a five-star meal after just like eating mcdonald's for a week so it just it was really great yeah
0: my Speaking of five star meal, uh, I'm going to talk about the final season of Insecure. It has started. Insecure is such a good show. I haven't, I'm on season three. I haven't, I haven't, I know. I know. (laughs) It's a good show. If you haven't checked it out, TC, uh, check it out. Get caught up. Insecure, another to to me, it's, it's equally like Boy Meets World in the sense that we follow two friends as they grow up, um, kind of helping, you know, like, they're our age, they have our references, they've consumed our media. So, like, I feel like it's, it's kind of a follow-up series to Boy Meets World, yeah. only with Black people. Um, and it's definitely worth the watch. So, if you haven't, please check out Insecure. All seasons are on HBO Max. Um, and if you can, check out the latest season, um, because it is their final season. Okay, um, thank you guys for joining us, um, and listening to Brum Meets World. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the places. Leave us a rating. Please reach out to us at Brum Meets World. We are now, um, sharing our we're doing like the live tweets on the episodes so please feel free to uh check us out whenever we are doing a live on tiktok um we love to get your feedback you guys who were in the chat thank you so much for uh talking with us about the episode and um be prepared for next week's episode, episode uh, season five, episode seventeen. Come with your questions. We actually really love the audience engagement. So
1: next week, can we talk about next week's episode? Because what is next week's episode? Do you not know? I didn't know. Is it the At one? Season 5, episode 17, and then there was Sean. Oh my God! Oh my God! Bro, we have like the best episode of the series next week. Oh my okay. God!
0: Okay, it's actually so funny that you say that because for those of you who don't know, I mean, you haven't been listening, but I am a huge Scream fan. Um, oh so my God. i'm really really, really, really excited to talk about And then there was Sean, and I... Cannot wait to. I might have um, to rewatch Scream before I watch this episode. You know, yeah. I I, hear the, I don't even need to. Like it's a, <laughs> You're it like plays, I've already seen it three plays times. in loop in the back of my head all the time. <laughs> Stu, are you kidding me? Ah, oh, what that tongue do, Stu? But anyway.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> what what, it, what do it do?
0: <laughs> okay, thank you guys. Remember, you can find me on TikTok at I am not your Oreo. I'm also doing these live chats with you guys, and uh, yeah next week is the and then there was Sean episode T I know you're not on social so if you want to see T, reach out to me (laughs) yeah but you can also just find uh prom
1: world everywhere please continue to uh subscribe I don't know if that's a thing that you can do from your local (laughs) streaming platform but yeah follow us like comment your comments all that stuff your ratings on iTunes all that stuff helps so we appreciate it and uh yeah continue to support our channel and if you know anyone who's like vaguely a Boy Meets World fan, like, maybe chat this up before next week's episode, because that's the one that everyone can universally remember and dive into, and I think we're going to have such yeah, a great discussion a lot
0: about of, A lot of excitement about the, the, the Rashad episode, so. yeah, Okay, uh, I think it's time to remember to dream. To try. And to do good. Later, bros. Later, bros.
1: When this Boy Meets World